Sentire Media. You are listening to the Latavola Marche Radio Network. Hello and thank you so much for downloading and supporting our little podcast from Italy. Good morning, Ashley. Buongiorno. <laughs> it is a beautiful morning, September the 12th. It's a little chilly here. It's actually, a little chilly. I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt. I so know. It, I'm in a tank top. It's gorgeous. It's be- going to be a beautiful day here in central Italy in the tiny town of Piobico where we live and run an agriturismo, which is a working farm and inn, if you will. Mm-hmm. And cooking classes. And we do do cooking school as well. It couldn't be a more beautiful late summer day in Italy, but... Autumn is on its way. You it can is. Feel it. And everything yesterday and today was the, the culmination of it beginning. We had a delivery of wood from Pierangelo. The mushroom hunters are starting to come out. Uh, the weather, we had double rainbow and it felt all cold and chilly and it's been kind of rainy. And school started for elementary school starts today, I think. So Yeah, they start later. It just, it feels like, and it just kind of, I don't know, it does. It has that, the air, instead of having that heat, is now has a, a little bit of a cool it has side. a little nip to the, it. Bu- the, uh, the cicadas. Oh, they're not out. The, that's what's gone. That that constant sound of the cicadas is gone. You're right. And a uh, uh, new sound is back. The freaking flies. Oh, we've had rain <laughs> followed by some heat, which has made the flies just love that. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, my God. And Jason goes insane. Open the door. Get them all out. Who left the door open? Close it. Keep them out of here. <laughs> we've had a fairly fly-free uh, Seriously. It's been great. Oh, my God. Compared to last year or the year before, it's been spectacular until yesterday. Oh, I hope it'll be a short, it'll be short way. I hope so too. The cooler weather has also made the chickens produce. Man, they are pumping out, they're pumping out eggs at a record pace again. I love it. We're giving them away to everyone, all the neighbors. We cannot even go through them all. Uh, and hunting season, hunting season is also getting underway. We woke up to gunshots on Sunday morning. And heard some in the middle of the night, which would be called poaching. That would, <laughs> I don't know where that was coming from, but that was, uh, that was pretty that was, I know, uh, it, was it made late. me smile I know. Well, not smile but it was just like ah oh, of course it took me back to our first season here it our always first year does here. it always does because that was the first thing we heard were the gunshots here we were like what the hell have we gotten into a lot of talk at Fushiani's um little uh at the market with Fushiani this uh Tuesday hunt about uh mushrooms and truffles gonna be a good truffle year we've had a lot of it's been a wet we had a wet year in general after a really dry one and um we the August had good amount of water and now here into September we've been getting I haven't had to do I haven't really had to water the garden in a in an couple of weeks I guess there was a little stretch where uh 10 days ago where it was a little bit warmer but yeah it's been wet and now with the sun shining it's going to oh yeah and it's been kind of humid it has been so we'll go out we'll go this sunday i think and go check out and see if there's any um what are we looking for we look for uh, i don't know okay i promise for the next time i'll look up the names in english because i've never mushroom hunted outside of italy no we never (laughs) did that so all uh, all, i know what you didn't do this in central park no and um so we'll we'll do that, and this Just way I'll know. Just to start spitting out names of mushrooms in Italian, no one's going to know what the hell. No, I'm talking they'll about. be like great things. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really fun. I can't wait. It's time to uh, switch from wearing um, 
uh, I was just flip flops and everything this. to rubber boots. I, I gotta get the boots out. I was the same thing from Crocs to boots. Exactly. Because it's just starting to be more muddy. So, man, I bit it slipping down going to the chicken coop with my stupid Crocs on and the wet grass and a little mud. And yeah, it's time to start switching over. Ooh, feels good, though. It does. We had a great um, first. Oh, and you made pumpkin soup. Oh yeah, we did make pumpkin. I have some. I I did three types of pumpkins. I don't remember the names of any of them. <laughs> oh, bravo! Well, Carolyn start Carolyn started them, but I saved the seeds of the w- w- good one. There's this one that is very thick, thick fleshed, and it's almost pinky. It's not. It's not orange, orange. It's it's got this pink to it, and it's a weird. Sh- it's almost a teardrop. Oh, it's shape. like a more. Oh, I'll show you. I got one down there, and that was that. Oh yeah, yeah, the one that had like the pointier into it. Yeah, it has a po- kind, kind of, of a, pointy, a nip to a it, nipple to it a little bit, and that one was fan freaking tastic. I made pumpkin soup with muscle, with steamed mussels. You wouldn't think that mu- that something like pumpkin soup that's sweet goes with something briny salty, but try it. Pumpkin soup, no cream in it. Leave the cream out and strain it through a fine sieve so it's nice and smooth, and then steam some mussels, or better yet. Um, shuck some oysters and put oysters in. Ooh la la. The uh, briny salty with the sweet is really, really nice together. So that was fun to do. That is. And it is it is gorgeous, that soup. It is fall for sure. Um, other things coming out. Figs. Figs are around. I know. I was confused. I thought figs were in June, like May, June for us normally. We do. We have figs in May, June. Who's here? Einsman. I don't know. I don't some know what that truck's is. slowing uh, We down. have figs in May, June, and in, at the end of the se- and the end of summer. Well, but they're gorgeous right now. The ones at the beginning of the year were, were, had no flavor to them. No, these are really good. I did a new recipe. I did a new one last well, a new one. I did something different with figs last night. Um, we put an uh, crisp uh, X cut on the top so it opens slightly, and put a little piece of formaggio di fossa, which is the pit cheese, the <laughs> the really stinky pecorino. It so much better in Italian. You got your own pit cheese. <laughs> Formaggio di fossa. Look it up. Uh, Beltrami is where we get ours, and it's absolutely delicious. And I just put a little bit of that and then wrapped it in a piece of prosciutto and put it in the oven for 15 minutes at like 400. Gorgeous. Or, or uh, for you, for all you Celsius fans out there, that would be uh, put it at like 200, 205. Who's here? I don't know. Sorry, we're talking in a delayed speech because uh, some truck's pulling into the driveway. We We've saw him pass by really slow. All our guests are gone. And it's a really weird truck. Our, oh, he oh wants it's to an sell ice cream us man. Ice cream. Um, hold on for one moment, <laughs> and we will send him away. <laughs> okay, so quick update: they were here trying to sell us frozen foods, and I thought it was just an ice cream truck, and I was like, no, Jason makes all of his dolce. Um, and we don't serve frozen gelato. And then he was like, what about vegetables? And I was like, we have a big organic garden. Un orto bio. <laughs> like what we were just talking about. And then he's like, what about frozen fish? And Jason's like, we don't serve anything frozen. <laughs> and the guy just stood there staring at us. I know. He was, I, I, don't, I don't know where we supposed. Were we supposed to, like, just look at his stuff? Did we tell him? We kind of told him to take, take a hike. Take a hike. <laughs> Put an egg in your shoe and beat it. Scream. <laughs> All right, where were we? We were talking about something. Oh, figs. We were talking about figs. Ooh, and I just posted a recipe on the blog for biked, biked, baked spiced figs with vanilla panna cotta, and it is delicious. We were talking about the ones in the oven I made last night. I know, time. but I just, I'm still talking about figs. Okay. Uh, and then I'm, I'm not, I'm rocking them. <laughs> well, they have been everywhere. And, um, also all the trees in the area, 
um, all the trees in the area, all the uh, houses in the area, the old ones, the ruins, usually have a fig tree near them. So Carolyn, when our neighbor Carolyn, when she goes on walks with with the dog, she gets tons and tons oh, of figs. My gosh. She makes great fig jam, mm-hmm. and it's it's time they're everywhere. But uh, anyway, so I cut it, put an X on the top, put a, made a little slit in them, and uh, put a little piece of cheese, and then wrapped it in a piece of prosciutto, put it in the oven for hundred, uh, put it in the oven uh, for fifteen twenty minutes, and um, they were good. I I should have next time half a piece of prosciutto. I think mm-hmm. it was too much prosciutto, but it was pretty darn good. It Can't was. find formaggio di fossa? Great. Use gorgonzola. Use a stinky cheese. If Something sm- stinking. If it smells like feet, it's good to go in there. <laughs> it's good to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, can't find the prosciutto. A slice of bacon would work just as well, I think. Oh yeah, you totally could do or, that. Or uh, a slice, of, a thin slice of ham. Mm-hmm. Prosciutto cotto would go well as well. Um, it wouldn't get all like um, hammy. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's, it's prosciutto. What did you say it tasted like when you ate it? What did I say? Like one of those? What's the, one of those funny named sandwiches? Uh, no, not a Monte Cristo. Yeah. I, I think it tasted like it tasted like a ham and cheese croissant with like apple-y or just like marmalade. Like if you ate a ham and cheese croissant with – but there was no pastry, so I don't know why I said that last Wait, time. Wait, and what's a Monte Cristo? Monte Cristo is French toast, ham and cheese, grilled cheese. So you, ta- you make French toast and then you put ham and Swiss and then you make grilled cheese out of that. But something tells me you don't put syrup on it. Or do you? I don't know. I'm, I'm not, not huge into, the, into that. That's into a little the, too much. I'm not into the combining. I no. don't like the, the maple syrup on the salty stuff. Listen up. I love the maple syrup smothered all over that French toast, and I love me some ham, <laughs> but I don't want them together. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. But, you, well, whatever. So, Moving on. Yes. Um, this year, we are turning all of our – we're having our neighbor, Pierangelo, who we make the uh, – who we trade the, the grass, the alfalfa for the um, – Wood. For the wood. He is turning the fields this all of our fields this year because we're going to the alfalfa needs to be reseeded because uh, it just doesn't the natural grasses just kind of overpower it and um, so we're going to put grain in for next year. First time for us. First time for us. I'm glad he is in there. He's clearing some room around the edges. He was clearing trees yesterday and he and got, and how do you, how do you clear trees? Um, you take your tractor and you run them over. <laughs> <laughs> Pierangelo method. Or tie tree or tie a rope to it and just all I heard was breaking huge branches <laughs> yesterday. Like huge trees being oh ripped out of the God. ground. And um so he's turning the fields now for that and it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. We'll take pictures of it uh once he has the big field in front of the gar- the in front of the house stuff. All tilled turned. over. It'll look nice. We, I've never seen that tilled over. It's always had alfalfa in it. You're right. It has. It'll be cool. I'm excited to see it. Are you going to be excited when he comes and throws uh, the manure on it and it smells like straight up poop for a week? It smells like a horse stable, so I love it. Awesome. I know. I'm, I'm, sure, like, the flies, oh. I'm sure the flies won't be d- into that. No, all. no. Awesome. Hopefully that, we won't have guests when that's happening. Yeah, that's that's true. It'll be, it won't be for, that was for a, a while. Okay. Um, so the reason we can't just go – I don't know. There's something about you can't just go ahead and plant – alfalfa again he said you need, you want to plant the grain for a year i have to look i have to ask him more about that or i don't know probably if the, it needs just like that re like restart i don't know i'm not sure either but grain is what we're putting in and i don't know what time of grain i'll get some specifics going here he no just name. says grano, no grano, grano. <laughs> so i don't know if that means actual like wheat or if that means orzo or if that means that's true with pierangelo it could mean anything yeah it can be it could mean it can mean a whole lot of things mm-hmm. so faro What's it, what's it going to be? Ooh, I'm excited to see. Well, we'll find out. Absolutely. Um, other ha- other happenings? 
Um, what else is going on? Hmm. We just had the Yoga Lush group and more of a Lush than a yoga group. <laughs> they, were, they were a lot of fun. They had a great time. A lot time, of I fun think. from Seattle. Shout out to Val and uh, Yoga Lush. Totally. It was great. Uh, looking forward to doing it again next year. Really cool group of people. No crazy uh, flexitarian food issues, which kept it nice. And the priority was more on hanging out and having a good time than... Um, fitting in a ton of yoga which i think fit in for everyone just uh it was great and um a couple of the guys a couple of the husbands went off for the oh, day yeah. and they went fly fishing this was so cool you Umbria. wanted to go so I wanted bad to really go i did had no idea that there's a play there's a there's a place to go fly fishing and they got a guide for the day and um he provided all the stuff so i'm really interested in doing and that and i was really curious about how the day would go for they left early in the morning and how the day would go for lunch if they'd be back after lunch or before for lunch, like in time for lunch, because I th- knew you're not going to keep fishing during lunch in Italy. You're going to have to come back and eat. And they said, sure enough, the guy before they left said, all right, what do you want to do for lunch? We can bring a box lunch or we can come back and have a nice lunch at the like clubhouse kind of thing, the boathouse. And uh, they said it was obvious that the box lunch idea was a no-go. <laughs> so they were like, all right, we'll come back. Well, like three hours later after lunch, they go back out and uh, continue fishing. But they said they had a great time. It didn't seem like they caught too much but had a good day out there you'll have to go and check it out i do i'm really interested in it and because uh, i'd love to go do that for the day i wonder what the season is really. they, they said they caught a few fish um but it was really hot the day they went it was really a uh, warm out it was warm here that day too and in umbria is even warmer so mm-hmm. during the middle of the day the fish kind of don't want to eat really no well yeah especially in that heat like you're saying God, we're going to have to do more jarring today again. We're about a third of the way done. Uh, tomatoes are every, every uh, I would say, twice, twice a, week, a week. I come up with five of those big, huge crates. So I would say probably 100 kilo of tomato. And um, we're about 100 jars in so far. About a third of the we're, way there. Yep. And uh, keeping it going. I just did a blog post also on how to preserve, another way to preserve tomatoes, um, especially small ones like cherry tomatoes or datarini, and um, to freeze them and how freaking simple. So do you want to talk about that for a sec? Yeah. So a lot of the dishes in the in the autumn, like um, if you're going to make like um, pasta with broccoli or pasta with... Um, uh, some cauliflower or even like Soups. A soupy things like minestra, minestrone, call for a few tomatoes in there. And um, they're not going to be great once the, free, once the frost comes or once it really starts cooling down. So what I do is I wait until I have tons of cherry tomatoes and I just throw them on a, sh- on a uh, sheet pan. Wait, then- wait, slow down. Sorry. Only because I didn't get into this in the blog post. You let them overripe a little bit. I do well, let them go. Real, that I, is an important. I do let them go overripe a little bit and this will make them a little bit sweeter and not so hard. They'll have a little give to them. Um, and they're kind of splitting. Well, if they st- if I just take the ones usually that split because they I don't want to just throw them away. Oh, okay. Um, but it, if you go to the market right now and there or the farmers market and there you have a you know they're on sale or whatever, buy you know a few kilo or what, take them home, wash them, take the top, take the little tops off of them, the little part, the pl- little green, the little green part if it's still on there, and then just throw them on a sheet pan when they're frozen. Just throw them in a Ziploc bag. And now when you're making orchietti with you know, um, broccoli and you need four little cherry tomatoes, there you go. Just take them straight out of the freezer and throw them in the pan. And um, you can't really eat them. You can't really defrost them and eat them like in a salad or anything. But for cooking, they're great. They are great. And they'll be way better even in a couple of months in the freezer than what you'll be finding in the in the grocery store. It's one of your favorite little like uh, 
uh, backup tips in the winter. Like you love going out to the freezer and just grab it. You'll be like, grab a handful of the tomatoes. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you, a couple of tomatoes you'll use for a thousand different things, but, um, in winter, they're really not great here at all. They're coming from Holland. In fact, mm. and, um, they're just all hothouse. They're terrible. And we also freeze the peppers. Uh, I just do that as a necessity. So um, once the, if the peppers, if there's a frost coming, it wrecks the peppers. They're just destroyed overnight. So um, if I know a frost is coming on and uh, it's, I have too many that I can can or jar or whatever, I'll just wash them and hack them up into pieces and throw them into Ziploc bags. And mainly getting the seeds out. Get the seeds out. Don't even worry. If you want to, you can skin them. But I usually have so many I don't oh, have yeah. time for. Um, and I'll just throw them into a Ziploc bag. And now if I want to make chicken with peppers or pepperonata, it's pretty good out of the could, freezer. Could you use those frozen peppers for Vidori Grazinata? No. That's no, no, gross. No, no, no. It has okay. to be a stewy, bakey, okay. cookie thing. Okay. Cook, not cook. Could you do pepperonata? Absolutely. Oh, sweet. Oh, and you could use your frozen tomatoes too. Oh, my God. There it is. <laughs> Shut up! I get excited when I know something. Um, yeah, or or chicken, or or you know, um, stews, whatever. But it's just a way to preserve what we got. And of course, you can grill them and then jar them and then do all that stuff. But usually at this time of year, we really don't have time. We're, we're doing tomatoes. Mm -hmm. That's more important. Doing the jars of tomatoes. I know. I'm trying to think. I want to make a little tomato video or at least just record it for later to make a video. But it's like as soon as you start doing the tomatoes, there's no stopping. And I can't get my hands dirty and then go do the camera. So I'm trying to think, should I set up the camera, get it all ready, start doing it and just hit play and stop, like start and stop? Should I not do it if we have enough guests helping so I can get some cool footage? I don't know. What do you think? Do you think anyone cares to want? Because people are always curious how we jar the tomatoes because we have so many hundreds of jars. Uh, great. Do it. But you cannot touch a tomato and touch a camera. I know. So either you're doing the tomatoes or you're doing the camera. Or but I'm you can't do both. filmmaking. Because um, those tomato seeds get on everything. I it's know. ridiculous. I you'll. Know. You will, and just the juiciness. Like yeah, the you'll after doing it, you'll find tomato seeds everywhere. We give people like um, smocks just because you wreck whatever. <laughs> and you old t-shirts of Jason's. <laughs> oh. All right, now let's do a little bit of uh, answering emails and a listener-supported segment. Q and A, Q and A, <laughs> hot topics. And uh, let's see here. We, this one is from Jennifer, and she said she currently lives in Texas, uh, however, previously in Connecticut, and how there's a huge grass-fed uh, CSA movement and uh, supporting local businesses and eating local. And she had a question about when she was in Italy that she looked for organic produce, and she never saw anything marked, quote-unquote, organic. So her question is, is most produce organic? without using the label. I guess this goes along with my interest in a healthy diet. Uh, here in the States, there's a great huge emphasis on organic produce being healthier. So, Jason, what you're the shopper of the family. Well, well, the reason why you've never seen anything labeled organic is because it's not called organic in Europe. It's called biological or bio. 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 And there is a big bio movement here. Um, just like in the States, uh, there's a separate section for bio products. There's actual little markets, uh, little shops that have opened that are called bio shops or bio, bio mm -hmm. markets. And um, it definitely is. It is hard for the small people who produce things around here to become certified biological. There's also wine, small winemakers who have done it. It's very expensive, just like in the States, how it's very expensive to become certified organic. 
uh, same thing here. And there's a lot of rules and regulations and blah, 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 blah. And the Italians, Shout out to our friend Julia who jumps through it. those she hoops jumps through over hoops. and over again. My God, she is uh, inspirational to say the least. She, uh, she has Locanda Valle Nuovo and um, she does organic or biological um, um, cows mm-hmm. for, for meat. And um, she has to jump through tons of hoops. Um, most people don't do that here. Uh, most, uh, for instance, we have a biological garden, but it's not certified. We just don't put it. We, all that we put on is cow poop. And that's what most of the people around here, uh, the cows graze in the, on Monte Nerone over the summer and eat the grass off of Monte Nerone. And then when they come in to the barns in the winter, they eat the grass that they've harvested from the fields in the valleys. Um, so it's biological it's just not certified so mm-hmm. um and so if someone was visiting and shopping what would they be looking for how would they know what to look for on a package or is or like her question would is it not even labeled um sometimes it's not even labeled and most of the times it isn't if you go into the little fruta vidura in our area you'll see that they'll have a little section sometimes saying nostrano which means our and mm-hmm. it'll either be what something from someone's little garden um and It'll usually be smaller in size and more expensive than the regular stuff. Most of the traveling markets you can has pretty good, <clears throat> excuse me, pretty good produce. But even if it's not marked organic, in comparison to what's going on in the states, it's a thousand times. It's a thousand times. Better. Well, and they're trying so hard to keep Monsanto out of Italy. Absolutely. And um, what go, about the meat? Go to the little butcher shops, and in in Italy, they have to. They all have a little uh, placard with it's a piece of paper, or some of the fancier ones have a computer screen that has where the meat was coming from, what the age is, where it was killed. Um, what, if it had antibiotics, or if things? it had was is it if it was given antibiotics or not, and um, the type of cow, the the breed of cow it was, and uh, that's always posted in the on the sh- on the counter right there in the in the butcher shop. And Orbino is considered GMO free. What does that mean? Uh, modified genetically modified organisms, exactly. So corn, wheat, any of the GMOs. Most of most of, I've seen those signs up all over. A I lot know. of a lot of towns put up the GMO free sign. I think most of it. I think they're really trying to keep it out of of Europe. I don't know. I'm not educated to that extent. No, but it's interesting. It is. But that's a great question because you're right. If you come to Italy or come to Europe, you will not see anything labeled organic. It is labeled biological or biologic. Or bio, bio. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for your answer. Thanks for the Q and A's. Keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what else do we have going on today? Well, that's what we're doing this afternoon. This morning, we um, are. Let's see. What did I do this morning? I went and fed Tom. Um, there is a there's a festival going on in Urbania this weekend. I I forgot to tell you about that. The um, Cristolo Festival. Ooh. So, what is a Cristolo? A Cristolo is kind of like a piadina, which is kind of like a tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's two types of flat bread, like flat uh, bread here in in our area, Cristolo and Piadina, and we've already we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Piadina is simply fat, um, strutto fat, and uh, flour and a little salt. The Cristolo usually has a little leavening, you, some yeast, and an egg in there, and sometimes milk, and that's a thicker. It's usually thicker, and it is freaking delicious oh my god flaky um, and it, flaky. it's one of those ones where it tastes too good and you know why <laughs> yeah it's flaky it's delicious grilled sausages they'll they'll at the festival they'll serve it with grilled sausages they'll sell it with stracchino which is a soft milk cow's milk cheese and rucola they'll do it with um urbicotta which is usually bietola uh cooked greens kind of think of like a spinach yeah kind of thing um 
and usually, of course, prosciutto and salami and cheese and blah. And how do they make a polenta one? Do you have any idea? I have no idea. They also make one out of polenta that's pretty good. That too. is really good. It's really good. To re um uh, to reheat them, you heat them on the grill or you heat them in a big pan. Mm-hmm. You don't put them in the mi- you don't microwave them or eat them raw or mm. eat them uncooked. They're just no. you have to heat them up. Mm-hmm. And in a pinch, a piadina, which is its cousin uh, to the crostolo, that's just the one. It makes a great tortilla. It does. We did taco night. I think we talked about it on our last oh, podcast. God damn and it, a, it was good. <laughs> a piadina is a. It's definitely passable. Definitely passable. Mm. Now I'm craving some cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going on this weekend. Uh, we have cooking classes. We got pizza, pizza night, night tonight. It's Gosh, of, it's going to be one of the last. We're going to be retiring pizza night. It's getting cold. At I know. Night. I think I was thinking next week for the last pizza night, I'll post, I'll repost the recipe, our tiramisu recipe as like a sayonara to the season. R.I.P. pizza night. Uh-huh. I've got to re. Oh, did you say R.I.P.? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with pizzas. I'm, I don't. I'm done with doing. Man, that pizza. means I want to double down and eat them hearty and heavy this weekend. Next, good. F- go for it. Go for it. Sausage I- and mushroom, one of my faves, and I love the potato pizza. Uh, yeah, I have a work. I have work to do on the um, outdoor oven on the wood oven this week, this year. I think there's. I need to redo all the seams. Mm. I got to take all the seamstress. I am going to be a seamstress. <laughs> I have to take all the. Um, cement or all the fill the um we call it the um the, it's is it cement it's it's the cement yeah. from inside the, the gaps uh-huh. where the stone meets and redo the whole oven well my masonry vocabulary is so rich i would agree cement would work i only know those kind of weird terms in is it, that it, fuga? a fuga is the is that ga- is uh-huh. the gap in between yeah the channel <laughs> there you go very good thank you uh, i'm learning yeah. <laughs> all right so we'll keep it short and sweet because we don't yes. have a, a whole lot uh but we got to get back to work bring us home all right i just wanted to say thanks for listening and you can find us on facebook on twitter on our blog on tumblr on youtube uh vimeo stitcher itunes wherever you're listening at la tavola marca uh, L-A-T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E dot com dot blogspot dot com dot twitter dot com whatever you know it find right. it and if you enjoyed what you hear or how know someone who's coming to italy and would enjoy what we do um and a beautiful place to stay and a little bit of cooking and some good food send them our way you know word Shoot of mouth. The deets. <laughs> Very good. From beautiful, sunny, perfect Piobico, Italia. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Ciao. Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentiri Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. 
With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.